often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Ross Kincaid. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Soul Healing Conversations. Thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate you listening and and being here with me. I hope you all are having a great week. So uh, today I'm going to be sharing some reflections and insights I've had over the last few weeks. Um, For those of us who live in the States um, and really just all over the world, there has been a lot that has been happening here and um, I got some thoughts on it. So I just thought I'd come and share. <laughs> so but before I get into that, let's let's get this housekeeping out of the way, of course. So if you like what you hear today and you'd like to work with me one on one for spiritual life coaching, um, if you like a psychic or mediumship reading or if you need some Reiki energy healing, then I invite you to book a session with me at roskincade.com. In addition to that. I'm also running a holiday special on my services as well as offering uh, gift certificates at discounted prices now through the end of the year. So listen, if you need a gift for somebody, you want to give a gift to yourself, um, go ahead and jump on the sale. <laughs> I would. I, if, if I wasn't me, I would get on it. So yeah, do that. <laughs> Also, I just released um, some free content on my website this week. So make sure you go to roskincade.com to download my latest freebie called 10 Practices to Master Your Energy. Um, A lot of um, what I've been getting throughout the year is that the importance of self-care. And I've seen it um, just personally. I've seen it at my job where, you know, we've been in all hands meetings and people have been sharing candidly about how they feel chained to their desk and the kids are at home and people are now having to homeschool their kids because we're all teaching more. Most of us are teaching our kids virtually and it's just a lot. And so self-care is, is key. Self-care is important. So I thought I would create something to help, help the people to uh, implement some of those practices to relieve some of the stress and to just to relieve some of the pressure of all that, that we're dealing with right now. So check it out at my website. Also, I am going to be a guest speaker on December 7th at the Rays of Healing Church in Burke, Virginia. Um, they are going to be having their monthly online meeting, and I have the opportunity to be their guest speaker for December. I'm so excited to have that opportunity, and I thank uh, Alice Jones, who was a guest on my show not too long ago, or earlier this year, actually, um, for the opportunity to speak at, at the church online. Make sure you guys visit Rays of Healing Church's website. Um, I believe it's www.raysofhealingchurch.org. Uh, look up their meetup group, uh, Rays of Healing Church on Meetup, and uh, get more information on that. Again, I'm very excited for that for the opportunity to talk about the blessing of being, not doing. Doing pays its own dividends, but just being, <laughs> just just being who you are and living in your truth. Yeah, there, there's there's a greater blessing in that. And that has been um, one of the things that I've been learning in 2020. Just just be, girl. Just just be. So listen, be sure to check that out and sign up for it. Um, it is an online event, so you can attend from anywhere. I believe that's going to be offered through Zoom. 
Also, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Soul Healing with Roz to stay connected and learn more about all the things that I'm doing. Um, I recently did um, pass my certification test for spiritual life coaching through Life Purpose Institute. So I'm very excited to be offering uh, clients a new style and format that's much more effective um, than what I've been using. And um, so, yeah, check it out. Get with me. Let's do this work. <laughs> so listen, today in the United States um, is Veterans Day. And I want to take a moment to say happy Veterans Day and to also to all of the veterans, not just here in the States, but all over in all countries. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your choice to serve. Um, thank you for your sacrifice to leave your family and friends and your life to um, serve and protect. And just thank you for your service. You know, um, it, it takes takes a, a, a man and woman of character to put their life out there on the line, whether you're out at sea, um, on the ground, in the air, whatever the case may be, or if you're protecting the, the borders of your country. Um, we thank you. We thank you. We couldn't, we couldn't, what would we do without you? <laughs> and especially want to thank my husband, Travis Ridley, who is an army vet. Um, he was in the army for what, 10, 15 years. So I was on a special shout out to my hubby. All right, y'all. So this time, let's get into this. This time last year, um, and spirit actually brought this to my remembrance as I was sitting down, um, drafting my outline for the show. I'm just pulling some points together that I wanted to speak on. And this time last year, I was doing um, live Facebook videos with uh, it, me and another co-host. And um, I initially wasn't going to share um, this part of my journey with me, but um, it came up. And I've, I've, I'm learning that when spirit um, throws a thought <laughs> into my head that I need to listen and I and I need to um, not be afraid or um, fear judgment or criticism because what I share or what spirit encourages me to share could help somebody else. Because believe it or not, it ain't all about us all the time. You know, um, yes, we do our work. Yes. You know, we um, work through our challenges and dig, do our shadow work, do, you know, do our inner child work, all of that stuff. But the benefit of doing that work isn't just for you, right? So um, Spirit had me come on and um, wants me to share about my experience this time last year because <laughs> it, it was a turning point for me. And so, again, this time last year, I was doing a live Facebook shows a couple of times a month with um, a co-host. And at that point, I um, I was also selling two properties to consolidate my family, my household into one property, consolidating finance, you know, doing, doing what was best for our lifestyle and our household. And so that meant that we needed to go from two properties to one. And there was a lot of transition, a lot of change. It was very stressful at the time. Um, I, I don't recommend anybody sell two houses <laughs> at one time. Uh, if you do get you a, a damn good real estate agent, <laughs> to help you. Um, and so it was at that point this time last year where I, I, I told my co-host, hey, listen, a lot going on. 
I need to be focused on on the family right now. And I'm going to step away from doing these these shows, these live videos. Um, we came to, a, on a, to an agreement. Um, things seemed fine, although I kind of felt some some energy there. Um, couldn't really uh, articulate what it was, but you know, you, you really don't. Energy has its own language, and I and I could I could pick up what what was being put out there. And so, throughout the show, at the beginning of the show, I was kind of I felt like I was put on the spot a little bit. Um, so. I announced that I would be taking a step back from the show. I didn't know at what point I would be coming back. Um, could have been a month. It could have been, you know, a couple months, whatever the case may be. The point was I needed to take a break and the people that um, uh, are were connected to me needed to know, including the live audience, including the co-host. So um, step back and um, focused on moving and all of that and, <laughs> it was funny because in walks this opportunity with Voice America, this show, So Healing Conversations, and I took it and it, it, it kind of changed everything for me. Um, and so fast forward to the end of 2019, Christmas time where, you know, things are a little lighter um, the pressure is off just a little bit. And um, I felt like I could come back. You know, I felt like I was ready to come back. Um, and I will say that um, while I was gone, now, mind you, let me, before I say, make, make this point, mind you, um, I was dealing with some jealousy at the time. Real talk. I was dealing with some jealousy and I didn't want anybody. I didn't want to feel like anybody was taking my place <laughs> in a, in a, in a show that I, I, I created and was having a lot of fun with. So I knew that my co-host was going to be bringing on guests and things like that. But honestly, I felt the way about it. <laughs> I felt the way about it. Um, but I didn't admit it, you know? And so I was ready to come back. Um, and I I uh, had a conversation with my co-host and things kind of went a little left. Um, th th things went a little left. <laughs> um, and, um, and so I spoke to her about when I would be coming back. And then there was this exchange about, you know, the way things were being run in my absence and people being lined up. And I didn't have an issue with that. I didn't have an issue with that, but, I found this an opportunity. Spirit was giving me an opportunity. I failed to step into who I really was. And that meant for me to be assertive. And it's funny because today I saw um, on social media a random post that somebody put out. I don't even remember who it was, but it says that asserted, assertiveness is not being mean. And when I asserted myself that I was coming back, when I was coming back, and I didn't have an issue, um, me coming back with there being guests already lined up, cool, I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with that, but I'm coming back. And I wasn't going to allow um, anybody or anything to dictate to me what my choice was going to be. Now, the other person may argue that, you know, I, I wasn't being respectful of you know, her keeping the show going, this, that, and a third, you know, whatever. But this was a moment for me to take advantage and to really step 
out of somebody else's shadow. I really did feel like I was sitting in somebody else's shadow. And that was by choice. That was by my choice. Right. And so I decided to assert myself in a pleasant way. Once again, assertiveness doesn't mean you're being mean. But I asserted myself and it didn't go over well. And that's that's fine. Because I wasn't, you know, my intentions were were pure. You know, um, and so what ended up happening is that we 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 dismantled the show. We we dismantled the Facebook page and and we ended it. And so the lesson, there were many lessons in that, is that, you know, while while I was being assertive and and standing up and advocating for um my I don't want to say position, but standing up for myself. And speaking up for myself because I had not really been doing it before as fiery and as, as spunky and strong as I am. You know, I, I had not been speaking up before my, my real truth. And, and when I did, I mean, I got called being a bully that I was, you know, using bully, bullying tactics and this, that and the third. And I'm like, lady, come on. It, it wasn't it wasn't like that at all. And not that I need to explain myself, but that is not at all. Um, what was going on, but I needed to step forward. I needed to make a, a, a huge step forward and, and speaking out and saying, no, this is not what I want to do. That was huge for me. That was huge for, for, for the people pleaser in me. That was huge for the person who, um, you know, plays small to who she thinks is bigger than, than somebody who she thinks is bigger than her. That was huge for me to stand up and, and say that, say no. I'm I'm not going to let this, I, I don't, this is not how I want this to happen. I'm not going to let this happen. Here's what I want. And, and, and for y'all listening to this, that's okay. You can do that. You can speak your truth and speak your peace and somebody not be cool with it. That's, 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 that's on them. But you have to start to live in your truth. And that's what I did at that point. I started to do it and I'm, and I'm continuing to learn how to do that. So not to, and I'm not on here trying to bash anybody, but I'm I'm sharing a lesson and what came up for me during that time and, and the things that I've been working on that kind of triggered some stuff. Listen, what I learned is that you cannot idolize people, especially when you're um working in the spiritual community. You you can't be idolizing people and putting people on pedestals because the people that work in this community are are human too. They got shit to work through, too. We got stuff that, that is challenging us. We have shadow. We have stuff that we have to work on, too. We have insecurities. We have jealousy. We have all of that stuff. We, we are human, too. And to make the mistake of putting anybody on a pedestal is just that, a mistake. And you, and you will be disappointed every time. And I, and I, speaking of the word disappointed, I I found myself using that word a lot during that moment, during that situation. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed because I never expected for the the switch to happen so quickly. It was like, well, damn, (laughs) all I did was say, nah, I don't want to, (laughs) you know, all I did was kind of put my foot down and it, you know, it, 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 it went in a direction that I had not expected. And so, Anybody, 
regardless of whether you're a light worker or, you know, working in the spiritual community or psychology or just living your everyday regular life. Stop looking at people on TV. Stop looking at people on social media and thinking that their life and, and their way of of existing is so much better than yours because you you don't know what people had to go through to be at that point that they are now. You don't know what work people had to do or what people had to sacrifice or what even they're going through right now. Like, uh, you know, it, it might look all nice and, and cute on, on TV and social media, but when that shit gets turned off, you don't know what people are struggling with and what they're dealing with just to connect with you or to be in front or to make a video or whatever the case may be. So we have to really, or I have to um, really, you know, evaluate me putting somebody on a pedestal and, and, and really idolizing people. I can remember me telling my dad that when um, a couple of years before he died, you know, you're my baby. You, you know, he would. I, I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, don't, don't, don't do that because that puts pressure on people. It put pressure on me. Let me make it personal. It put pressure on me for him to say that. You know, that's a lot of pressure because that means you're coming to me as 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 a source. And the, and and I can't have that. I couldn't have that type of pressure because it felt like I needed to perform or to be perfect so that you know the other person isn't let down. It's not a good look when you do that. The other lesson, major lesson in that situation for me was, um, again, speaking the truth in relationships, whether they be a romantic um, business, uh, uh, platonic, y'all are friends, whatever the case may be, familial, speaking the truth. And let let me tell you what I know (laughs) about when you get to speak in your truth. People not going to like it. Some people are just not going to like it. They are not going to like it because the the security and the safety that you provided to them in whatever fashion you did, um they feel that that is being taken away. They 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 you know what I'm saying? They feel that there there's something there, the the comfort in whatever you gave them whether you did what they said all the time, you were codependent, whether you provided a source of um, uh, uh, counseling for them or whatever the case may be, or, or a source of support, or you, you by, um, how can I say, making yourself, decreasing yourself, increase them, that is now being taken away. And it's a shift and it's a change. And it causes people to really look at themselves and, and, and be aware of what needs to be fixed. And so that's the first thing. When you start to be truthful about how you feel, what you think, what you're not going to do, folks ain't going to like it. And that's just the, that, that, that's just that's the truth. Some people are not going to like it. And, and again, that is okay. That is not for you to um, deal with. That is not for you to worry about. You worry about what you're doing. You worry about 
the steps that you're taking to become better, to be to to really um, live and exist and show up in the fullness of your truest and most authentic self. That is what's most important. And that's not selfish either. That's not selfish either, because when you do that, you stop being a crutch for people. You know, oftentimes um, I get parents, uh, uh, clients that who are parents that come in uh, for a session and they talk about their children and how, you know, they uh, uh struggle because the kid's not doing what they think they should do or they think they're making a mistake and they're trying they're doing they find themselves doing everything for their child and on their ass all the time and I'm like well you holding them back <laughs> real talk you you're really holding them back because how do you know it's not supposed to be their lesson to 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 have that failure, to make that mistake, to make that choice, you know, by you trying to save them all the time or, you know, stand in the way and block things, you're really hurting the other person because they can't grow. See, we grow from hardship. We grow from challenge. We grow from, uh, um, you know, doing the work. We grow from that stuff. And when you stand in the way of somebody experience in that you're stunting their growth and you're stunting yours because you're not focused on your stuff (laughs) yeah so speaking the truth in relationships um the more you do it the more comfortable you'll be about it and then too with that I had to evaluate why am I scared to say something why do I feel like I always have to do what somebody else says or go with somebody else's idea or feel like my my thoughts and my ideas aren't good enough when they really are. It's one thing to take somebody's advice or consider uh, another perspective and weigh it out, but it's another thing to to just foolishly and blindly follow somebody. And it really, you know, that relationship really challenged me about my self-worth. And it became more apparent to me as I um, uh, followed the path of spiritual life coach and began, you know, getting coached, <laughs> practice coaching as a client myself. And then it came up and it's like, well, what's wrong with with, with with your values? Why are you placing more value over, you know, what you feel and think and do what you think is valuable over what somebody else is. What what makes what, what they say they do better than the inner voice that you hear? And that's a real challenge for me if I could be candid, even more candid. And that's something that I have to work on. And I talk to my friend, I talk to my sister about it all the time. And she's always like, girl, when you when you get 40, it's going to be fucking 40s. And I tell you, she is not lying because I, I'm really starting to feel that's like, well, whatever. You know, I'm doing me. I have lived, I have lived long enough <laughs> to, to, to know what's right and true and good for me. And it's not that we don't care about people. We don't value people's opinions or, you know, don't want to hurt people. But at the same time, you got to, we, we have to stop putting other people's 
opinions, thoughts, beliefs over our own, our value over their value over our own, if that makes sense. And so, you know, it was also a lesson in me standing up for myself. And and y'all know that, you know, it, it wasn't an easy thing for me to have that moment. You know, it wasn't an easy thing for me to stand up and, and say, hey, I, this is not what I want to do anymore. You know, and there was some dispute, you know, over, well, we could have had a conversation about this or we could have had this in person. Well, I wasn't comfortable doing that. How about that? <laughs> I wasn't comfortable doing doing that because this is a new process for me. And don't let nobody shame you or criticize you for walking out your change or, or, or growing through a particular challenge and in the way you do it. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it ain't as clean as, you know, the other person would like it to be. But damn, you're doing it. You're changing. You're trying to challenge the beliefs. You're trying to challenge the behavior. Don't worry about how it looks. Because really it comes off or comes from a good place. You're trying to be better. And it's like riding a bike for the first time. Like you're going to fall. You're going you're gonna, to, you know, not get it right. The, you know, according to your own standards, the first time you try to change your behavior or the first time you try to speak out um, or speak up for yourself or stand up for yourself and say, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Might not look cute all the time. The other lesson before we go to break is knowing when to let go, when it's time to let go so that new opportunities and new energy and new things Something different can come in. See, that's the that's I think that's the reason a lot of us. That's one reason why a lot of us are not experiencing newness and abundance is because we don't want to let go of shit. And I'm talking about shit as small as cleaning out your damn closet and getting rid of the clutter that's sitting on the back of your counters all the piled all the way high, cleaning out your refrigerator cleaning up boxes and I'm and I'm raising my hand now because we've been in this house going almost it'll be a year in February and God knows we still got boxes laying around. We need to get this shit cleaned up. <laughs> like seriously. It is time to let go of the old way of thinking, the old way of believing, the old energy, the old people that ain't doing shit, that ain't, you know, trying to progress, that's not trying to do good, do better, be better. It's time to let go of the old so that new things can come in. And and and, and listen, with that, your your uh, timeline is not God's timeline now again. God, he's, he's God to me. He can be universe, spirit, whatever to you. But I, I refer to source as God. I'm going to stop saying that because by this time, people who listen all the time will know. So your timeline and his timeline are not the same. And when, and when God said, okay, it's time to cut this off. It's time to shut it down. It's really time for you to shut it down. No, it is not going to feel good sometimes. Yes, it's going to be scary, but I guarantee you, you keep holding on to old stuff, you're not going to receive new stuff. 
you you can't you're not going to be able to fit new wine in old wine skins according to the bible mm-hmm. so listen you guys uh i need to take a quick break i'll be right back with more reflections and insights after this You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com again that's jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com voice america is where you are and where you want to be join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available don't forget to view all our live events including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid, and today I'm just sharing some thoughts and reflections and insights I've had over the past few months and weeks. And before the break, I was talking about, um, what was that? Oh, letting go. Letting go of old and allowing the new to come in and uh, your timeline not being spirit or the universe or God's timeline. And when it's time to let, when it's time to let it go, it's time to let it go. I think I better let it go. Let it go. Yes. <laughs> it is time to let go. People, things, stuff, ideas, ideologies, shit that ain't working no more. Or things that have run its course. Friendships that have run its course. In fact, Dr. Nicola Perra, which by the way, if um let me say this, um, on this public platform, and then I'm, I'm going to share with y'all what I saw from Dr. Um, the Holistic Psychologist. Um, 
if you have beef with Dr. Nicola Perra, please do not come on my social media pages talking to me about it and how I need not follow the lady or support her or whatever. Please take that up with Dr. Nicola Perra at The Holistic Psychologist. Okay? Thank you. So I saw a post um, uh, from Dr. Nicola Perra this week. Actually, it was a text because she, if you're in her um, self-healers uh, group, she, you get personal texts from her. And one of the texts talked about um, how, you know, when friendships end, that is that is OK. And sometimes friendships just run that run their course. And, you know, you don't have to. Um, yeah, she says just because a relationship ends doesn't mean it failed. It succeeded in teaching you what you needed to learn. And for a, a long time, because this actually happened to me um, couple of years ago where I was very close friends with somebody and they just ghosted me. No one like, well, damn, <laughs> what I do, you know? And, and even to this day, I don't have an explanation as to why that friendship ended. And when I saw her text and I'll read it again, just because a relationship ends doesn't mean it failed or that, and let me add, or that you failed. It succeeded in teaching you what you needed to learn. And child, when I seen that, when I saw that, it set me free <laughs> because it, it gave me, it liberated me to um, not hold on to uh, any poor self-worth or any idea that I had done something wrong in the, in the friendship because I, I knew I was a good friend. I knew I supported my friend and I knew I spoke up about things in the in the friendship that I didn't like and needed. And all of a sudden it just went poof without any, you know, explanation or anything. And today I, I feel good about where, where, where it is and I'm going to leave it where it is. I'm going to let sleeping dogs lie and just move and keep moving on. I'm going to keep keeping on. But anyway, um, I also have some things to share about um, this year's uh, U.S. presidential race. Um, I think that there are some key things that uh, we might want to be aware of. And I'm just and this is just for me. I'm speaking for me. If you agree with it, cool. If you don't, that's fine, too. But there are some reasons. For uh, Donald Trump being our president. <sighs> So prior to him getting into office, yes, there was racism. Yes, uh, there was police brutality and murder and justice, all of that. But but that thing, that stuff was, I feel, at, at a low boil. Right. And it wasn't ripe yet. And I feel like there, there's still more to come with all of that. And for those people who think thought that racism did not exist up until this point, uh, y'all got a wake up call. We all got a wake up call because there are there 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 are some of us who knew that racism was still very prominent in the world, and I really do. And I sat and thought about this, and I meditated on this, and I've had conversation after conversation where I've heard other people say this as confirmation that Donald Trump was given to us <laughs> if you, if you will as a as an agent to draw out the darkness 
right? So it's it's like when a when a when you get bit by a snake, you got to draw that poison out some kind of way, or you you need something to siphon it out, or or, or just to draw it out because without you know without you knowing that darkness exists in certain places, you just kind of live your life on autopilot unawake see we we all got a a whole awakening these last four years and again if if y'all thought the clan was dead uh uh you know the proud boys all of these uh racial groups if y'all thought that they was just sleeping wrong if y'all thought that racism against uh people of color was dead or or just you know silent or handled Mm-mm. And I really do feel like God is saying, look, look at the dark places. It's like a, a spraying luminol on a crime scene. Like you can't you can't see where the blood is when you spray the luminol and the lights on. You turn them lights off and, get it, and make it real dark. Oh, you're going to see the luminol illuminated and that is what Donald Trump has done for America now mind you I have my own opinions about the man uh, and, and they will remain my own but I'm what I'm doing is I'm trying to help you all understand the the that's not the word I want to use I don't want to say benefit but what he is here for what part of what he is here for see God to use anybody spirit to use anybody anything to bring about change to bring about balance to bring about harmony to bring about love to bring about peace and sometimes he gonna have to disturb the peace what you think is peace to bring about real peace and sometimes people use their peace to do it <laughs> So, yes, I would say as much as pol- as, as polarizing as Donald Trump as and, and, and as much as he's hated. Let's be real. He has been useful in exposing a lot of things that we have either turned a blind eye to or thought was over or didn't exist. People's true true values People's true colors have come out and God is saying, okay, look, here's what the truth is. Masks off, lights totally on. Now what? Now what you going to do? This is a time for us to reevaluate our values and to reevaluate our beliefs. You know what? And I, and I did an episode on this. What do you truly believe? What is what is truly valuable to you? Who whose life and 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 whose life is is valuable to you? What do you really stand for? And if it, and if it's something that you don't stand for, why are you hiding it? Why are you hiding it? Why are you playing like you you down for the cause when you really not? 
You don't have to hide anymore. The lights are on. They will continue to stay on. And if and if nothing else, I'm I'm glad Donald Trump came through here and exposed some stuff because we need to know the the truth in its fullness of, of what we're dealing with. Because if you don't know what you're dealing with, you don't you can't stra- you can't devise a plan on how to fix it, to heal it, to eradicate it. We needed this to happen. You 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 needed this to happen in your life because there's some people that you've been associating with and some people that you've been connected to and 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 they don't like you. And it ain't even about liking. You are totally on a different frequency than somebody else. And 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 associating with certain certain groups, people, uh ideas, beliefs perspectives could be the very thing that's blocking you. And we got to get real and open up our eyes about what that is. You know, make it, you got to make some judgment calls on some of these relationships, man. Let me tell you what, Facebook been lit this whole year. Like, damn, I ain't know they felt like that. I thought we was cool. Well, Hmm. Maybe you are, maybe not. Truths being exposed. Again, people's true colors are coming out. Within the black community. Within the white community. Everywhere. Juanika Dunn came on here. Okay, Miss Astrology came on here and she said we are going to see a lot of truths being exposed. And damn it, here we are. When I looked at the uh, electoral map of the U.S. presidential race last week and saw all of that red, it hit me, y'all. It hit me that, damn, there are more people out here in this country than what I thought who believe that racism is okay, who believe that um, microaggressions are okay. Who believe that calling the police falsely on somebody is okay? Who believe that sexism and 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 being a fascist is okay? Who be, you know who believe that misogyny is okay? Who that who believe that a lot of things are okay that are not okay? And we got we got to clean this up. And it's not just the senators. It's not just the governors. It's not just your attorney generals. It's not just uh, the president and his cabinet. It's not just uh, the president elects uh, uh, and and Madam Vice President's responsibility to clean this shit up. It is our, it's us. We got to start at home. You ever heard of the, the 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 saying "charity starts at home"? Well, well, healing starts at home too. Cleaning cleaning up what what which messed up, <laughs> cleaning up what doesn't work starts at home too. And then that goes at that gets pushed out in our communities and into the world and on and on and on. Like it's a domino effect. It's the butterfly effect. Is what I like to call it. We have things to change. We have work to do. 
This presidential uh, race has opened up wounds. And rightfully so. The shit we've been dealing with hurts. The way you are being hurts. I'm talking about everybody of every color. On a, on a personal level and, and, and a collective level. The way we've been doing things have been hurtful to ourselves, to other people, to the earth. And God ain't happy about it. And so he had to send, <laughs> he had to send somebody through here to shake shit up so that there could be change, so that there could be healing. President-elect Joe Biden, when he spoke over, the, over uh, last week, it is time to heal. We got a lot of work to do. You got a lot of work to do. I got a lot of work to do. But don't be discouraged about the amount that needs to be done. You do what you can, step by step. But you're going to need to wake up first and see this light and see where, where with all the dark places. You have, to, you have to be honest with yourself. So let's talk about coronavirus. Because there's some lessons there as well. <laughs> this this ain't no coincidence. I I, I am uh, not disillusioned to believe that things happen at random. But nothing happens. There are no coincidences. Okay, I just don't believe there are no coincidences. Not anymore. And coronavirus sweeping through the planet the way it has. And, and, and it causing a drastic shutdown the way that it has. And I understand some, some of y'all in some of these other countries have gone back in the shutdown. Uh, God be with you. Please take care of yourselves. Please follow your, your government's uh, guidelines and advisements. Please stay safe. Don't be no fool. And so what this corona, what, what I have found in my time of reflection is that this coronavirus um, has, has caused us to look at how do, how do you value your health? Hmm? How, do you, how do you really value your health? How have you really been taking care of yourself? Because I'm telling y'all that if you don't take care of your body, it's not going to take care of you. And it will let you know when it needs to be taken care of. And when you neglect it, it will shut down. And I'm talking about not just eating well, drinking plenty of water, uh, um, you know, rest and exercise, but the quality of food that you're putting in your body, the quality of energy that you're absorbing into your into your own personal energy field. You know, the things that you agree with and you don't agree with, the thoughts that you entangle with that become habits, that become behaviors. All of that. Once again, I, I mentioned, you know, lots of people Working from home right now. Kids are not in school. Many kids are not in school right now. 
and things are just off. <laughs> it's been hard. You know, uh, uh, families, you know, I don't know, just the dynamics have been off. But again, I think that one, one of the biggest insights with coronavirus and COVID-19 is where do you need to create balance? I had, you know, this came up for me personally. I'll, I'll just use myself as an example because nobody else is here for me to share it with. So where do you need to create balance? What feels too heavy, too overwhelming, too much, disruptive? Where is your peace disturbed? Is it in your finances? Is it in the time that you spend with your family? Are you allowing yourself to be chained to your to your desk for more than eight hours without a break? Are, are you doing too much? Because I know I was. I still am, but I'm working on it. Are you doing too much? Do you really need to be doing all, all the things that you're doing? Because... At some point, this circus is going to end. This, 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 this act or this, this whatever it is that you've been playing, the, 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 not the magician, but the whatever the thing is that's got all the plates spinning in the air, those are those going to stop spinning at some point. And all the plates are going to come crashing down. You know, how, how many balls can you juggle in the air? You know, how, how many things can, can you keep in the air and keep managing before you break down yourself? Because you are no, no good to your family if you are not, if you're not good, if you're not taking the time to create balance, if you're spending too much money in some areas and and not saving enough right now. And I understand, you know, people's income has drastically changed because, you know, things have been shut down and um, we're, you know, socially restricted a bit. And, you know, people just still not comfortable coming out or whatever. I know I felt it in my own household with my husband. He's a barber. I mean, yeah, people are coming to get their heads cut, but not like, not like they used to. You know, y'all need to, but that's another conversation for another day. Um. Things are different now. And so now, you know, uh, uh, the brakes have been slammed on. And where do you need to put in balance? What what load do you need to unload? What baggage are you carrying around? You know, this coronavirus has caused us to really look at our priorities. What is really important? Is it important for me to be in five meetings every day? No, it ain't. I don't need to be at that meeting. I don't I do not need to, I do not need to be working like this. So if nothing else, what where what changes need to be made? You know, even look at our educational system. I know for me, there are family members uh who are in high school or, or in school who who have thrived without the social interaction and being online. 
there are I know kids in my family who have who need the social interaction. Maybe we need to take a look at our educational systems and and make some changes. Maybe these kids don't have learning disabilities. Hmm. Maybe your kid, you know, ain't on the spectrum. You know, take this time to simplify your life before things get crunk again. <laughs> before, before the world starts spinning the way it used to. Simplify your life. Where can you cut the fat? Where can you cut some of the spending? You know, where, where, where do you need to shift some of your thinking? Do you need to get a divorce? Like I'm asking all the questions. Do you need to do you need to get a divorce or do you just need to work on your stuff? Where can you bring in more peace? I know for me, I've ne- I listen, up until the, up until this year, I've never had a 3-year-old before. I don't know what the hell I'm doing with this girl. <laughs> but I've got to figure some things out and having her uh challenge me has caused me to look at myself and my own wounding maybe you need to slow down and look at some of that stuff but either way you have got to got to slow down let this coronavirus be safe in it but allow what it's meant to do have its way for you to really slow down to be with your family to be with yourself get to know yourself Get to figure out why you hung up on some of the things you hung up on. Why you can't move past some of the things you can't move past. Because I'm telling you, when 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 things pick up again, oh, you you would want to not have to be dealing with these things when it's go time. Do do a little work, y'all. Like there's a gift in all of this. As horrible and as many people who have died from coronavirus, there is there there's lessons to be learned. There's there's a gift for us who have who are still here dealing with it. Find the light in it. Find find the value in it because there is value in it. So listen, I'm out of time for today. I appreciate you guys letting me uh, share my thoughts and reflections. Um, share your thoughts about today's episode and where you're at uh, right now with everything going on at Soul Healing with Roz. You can also find out more about what I'm doing and get more free content there on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, be sure to visit my website to download my tips for managing your energy. Uh, you guys meet me back here next Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific for another episode. Until next time, please be safe. COVID-19 is back on the rise. So with strep throat and the cold and flu and everything else out here in cooties. Stay connected, you guys, and keep doing the work to heal and transform. Much love, y'all. Bye. Thank you again for listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Please join Roz Kincaid again for another program next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week. Thank you.